information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you wanna go hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry. Absolute pleasure at the end of another week. Uh, you know, another crazy week. Weeks are always crazy, aren't they? It's like, it's like, you know, they're random. First of all, uh, later on, I'm going to talk about uh, the Fees Must Fall campaign in South Africa, the successful Fees Must Fall campaign. I'm going to, you know, unpack that a little bit. And then later on, including your views, we're going to talk about is it true that if somebody's a cheater, there will always be a cheater? Is it true? Anyway, I'm going to start off with some really sad news. Uh, on Sunday, we woke up to the news that the uh, daughter of uh, Zimbabwe's higher and tertiary education minister, Professor Jonathan Moyer, had died in her apartment in uh, South Africa. Uh, she, apparently, she died in it sometime between Wednesday and Sunday. She hadn't been seen since Wednesday. So to say she may have bled to death in a room and so forth. Uh, there's no real information on what, what actually happened and that sort of thing, investigations. But the police say they do not uh, suspect any foul play because there were no injuries and, the surf and, that, and that sort of thing. So, But then there's questions coming out. There's a blow-by-blow blow coming out in, in the local chronicle about how, uh, you know, so many things were unexplained, like how she could have bled so much and that sort of thing. I don't know. But uh, yet, yeah, sad. And my condolences to uh, the Moya family and everybody else concerned. Rest in peace, uh, Zanade. She was only 20 and she was studying at the University of Cape Town. She was like his fourth daughter, and uh, the, the second from last. Yeah, so also happening this week, uh, Oscar Pistor- Pistorius was released on Monday. Uh, that's that's the thing that actually happened. He was released on um, correctional supervision. Uh, remember, Oscar Pistorius was in jail, was sentenced to jail for five years, and uh, you know, so people are ca- catching feelings about it. I don't know if people should be catching feelings about it because, the, well, it's, you know, it's not like he's the only person. And I've always said this. I don't think anyone should be catching feelings about it because he's not the only person who's benefiting from from the system because that's that's how it is. So it's not like it's special dispensation because he's Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, so he's out. Um, Mighty Warriors, yeah, they're going to the Olympics. That's that's pretty exciting. Uh, The first sports team that is making it for the Olympics are from Zimbabwe, so that is pretty exciting. They're going to the Olympics, and, you know... She's hot, isn't she? The the chief striker for the Warriors. She's, she's like, yeah. She was my woman crush uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday. So They beat uh, the much-fancied Cameroon side. So, you know, the first sports team from Zimbabwe since 1980 to make it for an Olympics. So, going for the World Cup. I'm pretty excited. Uh, what's happening this week? Zimbabwe cricket is now 2-2 against Afghanistan, which is, like, so weird. It's Afghanistan. <sighs> And questions have to be asked about uh, Alton Shikumbura. Like, seriously, what's his role in that team besides being captain? Because he hasn't, he hasn't, he's only scored 200 this year. People will say, okay, that's great, but losing causes and that sort of thing. But, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I never really like being that harsh on people, but you, you, questions have to be asked. Yeah. He's not bowling or anything like that, so what's he doing? Uh, so happening this past week, um, what else? Danai Kudira, uh, her play 
called Eclipsed, which features Lupita Nyong'o, is going to be going to, to Broadway. It's currently having a run in what place is that? The Public Theatre in New York. So it is going to Broadway in early next year. It's going to be kick off on the 6th of March after a preview that runs from the 23rd of February. So exciting. Oh, Zambia this past week, oh, this was strange, held a day of prayer for the economy and the kwacha because, well, you know, they're like, that's not work so that we can figure, you know, every place was shut down so people could go and pray for the economy. Yeah, totally makes sense, doesn't it? Let's not make money for one day to save the economy. It absolutely makes sense. Of course it makes sense. And finally, in uh, scientific news that came this past week, apparently shorter, portly men get laid more often than everybody else. No idea. Dudes with dad bodies and are short tend to have sex than everybody else, which is just, like, strange. Just for the record, they did not say it was necessarily great sex. Her name is Larry, you listen to the Criticast, and it's just, yeah, yeah, this is one of those revolutionary weeks. Um, in South Africa, a bunch of students, it started off with its university students who decided that they're not going to have it, you know, there were fee increases, now which is like, yeah, you know, we can't do this. And this comes on the back of, you know, the Freedom Chant of the uh, African National Congress of 1994. Well, well it's a, it a bit older than that. Uh, it promised free education for all. But educate, the, the cost of education kept going up. And uh, at some point, the University uh, of Witt's students, uh, Witt's University students, decided that, no, 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 this wasn't going to happen. No, I think a lot of people thought this would be like an isolated incident. But uh, soon enough, students from all over, from University of Cape Town and uh, Stellenbosch, you know, South African universities all over, decided that they were, they were done with this. And they were essentially going to take part in this Fees Must Fall campaign. Scenes, scenes across uh, South Africa were just amazing, really. Uh, suddenly, it, I, I wrote about it this weekend, says it seemed like it was, there was a reawakening of youthful exuberance and consciousness and that sort of thing. You, you think of the scenes outside Parliament on Wednesday when these kids stormed the parliamentary uh, precinct and meanwhile, you could see the split screen that I was watching it on ENCA. These kids are storming the parliamentary precinct, and Parliament is acting as if things are normal, like they're just carrying on with the business of the day. This is after they decided, by the way, to kick out the uh, economic freedom fighters who asked for the midterm budgetary statement, whatever it is, midterm policy budget, but that thing, yeah, that was being read by the finance minister. They decided to have that suspended, or they wanted to have that suspended, and all the other parties said, no, we're going to carry on at business as usual. Uh, after, uh, on Friday, the situation came to a head, and you could see the scenes outside Lutuli House, which is the ANC uh, headquarters, and, you know, and that sort of thing. You could see that it was just really ridiculous. It just just gone to a ridiculous space, where you now had a lot of kids out there throwing missiles and breaking down and destroying you know, structures, buildings, and I mean, you, fences and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so then the 0% increase in, uh, or yeah, in um, in fees, they got to achieve that. And it showed that the uh, the consciousness of people is beginning to get, to get reawakened. For long periods of time, I think the youths have been seen as essentially apathetic and uninterested in real issues. 
that is reflect. I think that that came from the aspect of people thinking that uh, mass market entertainment uh, is a reflection of the people. Like I think Luis Ogola said uh, on his tweet once that the, you know uh, rappers in South Africa don't talk about real issues, and sometimes that's seen as a representation of what people are going through where people don't really talk about real issues. So we have a blunted consciousness and we want to hold the position that we have. And we're so worried to ask questions that, you know, we think those questions could result in us losing the little privilege we have, even with a really, you know, shit level of privilege. I'm not even talking about great privilege. You know, the great privilege that comes with, with essence and, you know, myrrh and... You know, all that other stuff doesn't even have that. It's that privilege that you're saying, you know what, you might have gotten water or a bit of electricity today or, you know, the sewage isn't as bad as normal. That's the privilege you're trying to preserve. Not thinking about the greater, like how do we inspire the future? One of the most poignant scenes I saw was was this young man who had been locked out of the gate when they pushed the, the guys out where he said uh, to the cops, I'm fighting for your child's future. And that's what it comes down to. These kids would have liked to be sitting in class and just carrying on with life, but at some point you realize that I could go back to that class, but I'm not in school next ne- next year, and I still owe bursaries of you know 120,000 rands or whatever it is, and I have no idea I'm going to get that money. It's just very inspiring to see this, because, you know... Questions have to be asked. There has to be accountability at some point. Otherwise, otherwise, what are we doing? What will the future think of us? The name is Larry, and you're listening to The Criticast in this final segment. We're going to talk about the relationship issues. And uh, this past week, I say, you know, um, once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that actually a thing? Do people reform and that sort of thing? And uh, first of all, I'm going to play... The responses that I got from WhatsApp, and then I'm going to read the responses I got from Facebook. So let's go. All I can say is this whole cheating business needs discipline because you know our eyes wander, so it's up to you whether you're going to act on it or not. And once you start acting on it, it's hard to stop. Very tricky, Mdara, but people don't change that easily. The reason why I cheated today is the same reason that I'm going to bring up tomorrow, next week, next year. So I'll always be cheating. So I don't I doubt if people can change. So I just conclude by saying people don't change. Just like a leopard and its print, it will never change. So people don't change. People will always cheat. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, this whole cheating thing is very, very complex. Um, as a dude, from a dude's perspective, um, it's very hard for a dude to remain faithful because of how many women there are out there and you know how women like it when someone is in a relationship. You women are strange like that. So it's always going to be difficult for a guy to remain 100% monogamous. As for a girl, I know a girl cheats when she's lacking something in her life. And whatever she cheats on is a better option as far as she's concerned. So it's a bit of a tricky situation. 
I would like to think someone can change But then at the same time I think you only change for the right person So I do believe in second chances Especially if it's like a marriage type situation But if it's just boyfriend, girlfriend mm, mm, Sometimes that cheating will be a big sign That that's the wrong person for you I don't know if that helps Or not Yes, in some cases, people change after when they've cheated. But trust is really hard to be end in them relationships at all. Because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen again. But sometimes uh, people change for good and cheated once and that's it. They'll never cheat again in their life. So it just depends with individuals really but it's best not to cheat the notion that uh, cheaters will always be cheaters in the sense that people do not change is not entirely true the fact is people change and um, what really matters is what is it that is changing them or are they willing to embrace the change people do change if they find the need to change or if they are forced to be in a place where they have to change but it's also equally true that people can uphold or hang on to certain qualities negative or positive that may take long to change but the truth is or the fact is people do change depending on what is causing the change So there you have it. Those are some of the views that I got on the WhatsApp platforms. Now, to read uh, some of the views on Facebook, Aaron says people can change in this respect. I know it for a fact. A lot of people don't, though. It fulfills a psychological need that may not even that you may not even realize you have, and that's hard to get past. Murai says people do change their spots, and there are many. Uh, factors some would have grown up others bigger become born, born again others realize that they are hurting their families by cheating and have uh, the urge to change uh, norma says steve harvey in his book think like a man act like a lady says every man grows and becomes wise but he pays for the through foolishness in his youth thus people change when they put their minds to it they are set in their ways. Joy says, cheating or outsourcing needs is not a cut and dried uh, concept. People outsource for, ver- for a variety of reasons. So it is not fair to assume that a particular need will always be lacking in one's relationship. Having said that, it seems that amongst us black Zimbabweans, infidelity is the norm now. And respect and love don't exist, but hurt is the in thing normalizing the abnormal jackie says uh, there's no control for cheaters it's mandatory that they have to keep up with the cheating one step to another normalizing the abnormal habit uh, just quote enjoy there then lynette finally says uh, for me it's, really, it's pretty complex when you really think about it uh, first we've got to do look We've, let's not get caught up in definitions of cheating because some people say no because we need to talk or to, to you know accept the whole small house situation and all oh, I've got to be I can't be monogamous so, so I'm polygamous and that sort of thing 
I always do the funny voice when I think of something, someone saying something silly, actually. But anyway, we, we have to get past a lot of really strange things that we do. Uh, and the only way to do it is to get... I, I think we don't talk about things enough. Like, I think there are people who would like to stop cheating, if we're to call it that, or, be, or doing something that someone in their relationship wouldn't want, because some people may be in open relationships, but their terms and conditions do it. There are people who would like to get to that space. In other countries, they have therapy, and I know someone I met who has had premarital counseling and that sort of thing. Whatever it is, we don't have the conversation. We tend to want to go through things alone. So, you know... I think people have to realize that if you're with somebody who habitually cheats, they have, you have to deal with the process of getting past that. It is actually a condition, which means you have to have uh, outside intervention most of the time, whether it's family intervention. And there have to be certain habits that you, you use to replace the old ones. So if a person says they're going to stop cheating, are gonna, are they, what are they going to replace it with? Because that's how you get over certain things. So I'm saying, yes, people can change if they find the right motivation. Motivation, But sometimes the right motivation is to say, you just have to want to do it and take the necessary step, steps to make it happen. So it's not enough to say I'm not, not doing it by then replacing it with another habit that maybe might just be unpalatable as well. So someone says, okay, I'm not going to be a cheater, I'm just going to become an alcoholic. Because I'm just going to drown so that, whatever, you know. It's different things. Yeah. I don't know what you think. Get in touch with me via email, info at lightyquitedai.com uh, or on Twitter at quitedai. Quitedai has got a Y-I at the end. Uh, other than that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's uh, Quiddicast. You can catch me on radio on ZFM uh, Stereo on Fridays with Kundai Gianica on a pro program called The Switch between 6.30 and 7 p.m. And then you can also catch me on uh, Saturday, or for, oh, every Tuesday uh, on a program called Tuesday Night Football where I talk football with the boys Sean Tafirinika and Alice Bunjira on the same station, ZFM Stereo. Other than that, I say thank you very much for joining me. And uh, the only thing I have to say is things are always changing. And it's not a bad thing, even if you're changing. Because more often than not, you're just finding a different part of yourself that you didn't know existed. It's been Larry. It's been The Quiddicos. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?